morning and welcome to the Renegade Mom with Michelle Chrisman. And I'm so excited you're with us this morning. What I absolutely love about life is that we have the ability to grow, to change, to adapt, and to be the most amazing mom ever. And I've got to tell you, down this journey of life, it's been really exciting. There's ups, there's downs, there's in the middle. And it's like everything. There's peaks and there's valleys. But where are you when you're in those moments, when you're in the valleys where it's like, you know, I'm not really sure what that next step is going to be. I'm not really sure how this is all going to pan out, not only in my life, but everything around me. And for many moms, I really believe that they walk away many days saying to themselves, oh my gosh, I have no idea how I got to this place, but how do I get back? How do I reinvent myself, become the most amazing woman that I was supposed to be from the very beginning? You know, I always tease, you know, when we have little ones and they're born that first day that we hold them in our arms. We have so much hope and excitement and joy, and we always think in the back of our minds, man, I can't wait to see what he or she is going to be like. What are they going to turn out? Who are the people that are going to be around them? I hope they have the most amazing life. You know, we always break it down even to the smaller steps of of school, like what's the most important, the most amazing school that I can send them to? I want to make sure that they have great grades. I want them to have, you know, the top of the class and and the best classes possible and the most amazing teachers. One of the things that always hit me over time, especially connecting with so many people that I have throughout my lives, is that many people that you think have it all together They really don't. And the ones that look like they don't have it all together, they don't either. So, you know, the exciting news through all of this is that we're all working through trying to not only learn from each other, but building a community that really sustains each other. I ask you to start to think to yourself, you know, who do you have around you that really supports you, that really lifts you up, that really says, you know what? I'm going to help you and empower you to be the most amazing you ever. One of the things that also hits me just blindsidedly from the side is, guess what, guys? You're the one that's in control. You know, I always ask myself, who are you chasing? Like, who are you chasing? What's the big apple out there, right? Like there's always something that we as Americans seem to be chasing down the road. And one of the things that I always step back and think about is, is it really you? Like, are you chasing yourself? Are you saying, man, you know what? I'm waking up in the morning. I am so grateful and thankful. And let me count my blessings. Like, how grateful am I really? You know, for me, I start off every morning, I'm grateful for God. I mean, God, it's so incredibly vital and important. And it's interesting because many adults will roll their eyes and say, oh, gosh, man, what is she talking about? Some people call it a universal intelligence. Some people call it innate. You know, I don't really care what you call it, but there is a bigger force out there that moves things forward. 
And, you know, when I had my my last child, I almost didn't make it. So I saw heaven. You know, it's real. It's beautiful. It's peaceful. It's lovely. You feel like you just want to stay there. And the sun shines beautifully. Uh, So I'm not the kind of person that you're going to be able to talk into to tell me that God doesn't exist because God is real and he exists. And I'd say that's one of the most important factors in my life of moving forward is faith. And then you have to start to ask, well, what is next? You know, for me, it's my children. I am so grateful and thankful for my children. Like they are such an absolute blessing in my life. But one of the things is that, you know, if you're not taking care of yourself, how are you taking care of everything else around you? How are you really keeping it all together? Uh, For me, I started to run, which many of you know. You know, I have run over 500 miles now. Uh, I'm going to sit down this coming week and add it up. But I do between 8 to 10 miles every single day. That's every single day with a day off. Um, I do my best to drink a ton of water. It's so important to stay hydrated and to eat really good, organic, healthy, wholesome, real foods. You know, things that not, not are not in boxes or packages, but real stuff, real apples, real cucumbers. I eat a lot of cucumbers. I really love them. But you have to start to ask, you know, in today's day and age where we're all trying to keep up with the Joneses, I'm really not trying to keep up with them, but who are you chasing after? You know, what's that big kahuna? Is it a job? Is it a friend? Is it somebody that you'd love to be with? Is it the idea of having the most amazing, perfect life? And I've got to say, from all the people that I've encountered over time, I've never really met anybody that has an absolutely perfect, amazing life. I mean, let's think about it. You know, that person that's abundantly successful, there are a lot of sacrifices that they go through to be that person. I mean, you know, when are they when are they showing up in their lives? Oftentimes, they put work first. That means that they're learning, they're educating themselves, they're really doing everything they can to push that, drive that bus further, become the best that they can be in that field. And that becomes a lot of work. There's a lot of discipline. There's a lot of, you know, really taking care of others. And I've got to say, you know, I've definitely been that person. Um, I'm a workhorse. I can work you under the table. I'll roll you over. I'll do everything I can to do my best to become the best I can be in whatever it is I choose. Oftentimes with that, you never hear the word no. I mean, yeah, you'll hear it, but there are always ways around it. And one of the most humbling lessons that I've begun to learn lately is the word no. You know, when someone says no, many times they actually mean it. And that can be the hardest thing to hear. You know, it's two letters, N-O. But you've got to begin to understand that when someone's successful and they've pushed through so much and they've gone through so many paths and so many boundaries and they forge through no matter what's thrown at them, no's a hard word to hear. I'm a salesperson and I I don't sell anything now other than hope and excitement and empowerment and for you to really buy into yourself, 
to really begin to show up and love who you are. Um, I've got to say, you know, with all of the marketing that we have nowadays, it's really hard to remember that we should really be loving ourselves. It's almost... uh, sort of like a cliche, like we really know deep down inside that we should be taking care of ourselves, that we should be number one, but yet we're trying to keep up with everyone else. The latest, coolest car, the coolest house, the nice furniture, the beautiful clothes. You know, I'm going to be attending a gala, which could be super awesome and amazing. So what am I thinking of? What gown am I going to be wearing? What heels am I wearing? What nail, I mean, what color nail polish am I going to use, right? I mean, these are all sort of superficial things. But when you walk into one of those events, I mean, let's face it, we're all looking at each other. We're all saying, man, she looks great. Or, oh my God, I can't believe she wore that. Look at her hair. Oh my God, she's stunning. And if you really look good, there are a lot of people and a lot of women that are like, man, wow. Uh, you know, I really didn't like, I didn't like how she did her hair today. Uh, she could have had a better dress. She's not thin enough. You know, we're all stepping back and looking and critiquing everything. You know, a long time ago, I had read that within three seconds of meeting per- someone for the first time, like you already have an idea of whether you like them or whether you don't. And you have to like start to wonder, like, am I really that person? Am I really that person that when someone walks through the door, then I'm judging the book by the cover, then I'm going, man, you know what? I I think I love her. She's amazing. Or God, man, I don't like her at all. And it's so funny, about 15 years ago, one of our patients, you know, I'll never forget this. She was absolutely amazing mom really dedicated to her children. Her husband brought her into our practice. The husband said, man, you're going to love it here. They're so nice. They take such good care of you. And she's a really quiet woman. And she came in and I'm really friendly and I'm outgoing and I say hi and, you know, I do my best. Like, I want to pick out what's the best thing I can figure out about you for that moment. It might be you have a gorgeous smile. It might be that, man, I love your sweater. Or, wow, you know, you've got the most beautiful personality. I love your laugh. And for her, I was was overwhelming. I was too much. And she told me many years later that after she left my practice, that she, she said to her husband, man, you know what? I... I don't like her. I just don't like them. I don't want to go back. He said, wow, what don't you like about her? She's like super nice. She said, she's too friendly. Like she's too happy. Nobody can be that happy and that friendly and be genuine. So he said, no, trust me. They're really wonderful. It's the real deal. I know many people aren't like this, but, but it is. She's super nice. So she said, okay, I'll come back. It took maybe, I want to say about four years where she finally said to me, you know, I feel bad, but when I first came here, I hated you. And you just, I didn't think you were real. But after time and time again, I see you and years later, you're still the same nice, wonderful person no matter what. And, you know, you can't help but walk away and say, man, you know, those moments where people really judge you. She was missing who I really am innately. You know, 
the nice, wonderful, kind person I am that does my best to show up in everyone's lives to point out all the great things about them too. And sometimes for people that are not used to being around people that are genuinely wonderful, kind, friendly, they have a hard time with that. They oftentimes become repelled by it. They don't know how to process that. Is she really that nice? Is she really that friendly? What's the ulterior motive? Like, what what does she want out of this, right? You know, I mean, I've got to say, over time, you as an adult, you start to think to yourself, what's in it for me, right? You learn that. What's in it for me? What's in it for them? And at the end of the day, what if there's really nothing in it other than that person simply being nice and kind? Just simply saying, you know what? I totally acknowledge and identify you as being such an amazing human being. You have such strong values, such strong morals. You're a wonderful person that I'd love to just simply spend some time with. Go for a walk, you know, maybe hike in the woods, talk, just simply hang out. I mean, how simple could that be? How easy could that be just to simply slow life down and really get to know each other and to get to know each other in a way that isn't superficial, that really you walk away going like, man, you know what? That was really nice. There was nothing, there was nothing in the back that was going on. You know, it was all up front. It was all right here. You know, you have to start to ask yourself, who are you really chasing? And I hope the answer is yourself. I hope that you're showing up and doing the best that you can to love on yourself, to go for that walk, to to take that next step forward, to go for the jog, to go for the run. You know, I didn't start off running 10 miles a day. I just didn't. It, It doesn't happen. And it didn't happen for me. Many people will say, God, you know, I hate running. Well, guess what? I did too. You know, some of my friends say, God, why, you know, everything seems to be about moving forward. Well, isn't that life? Like, when did we give up? When did we as moms decide I'm not, I'm not worth it? You know, I had a conversation with an amazing friend and, you know, we were talking about like, wow, when is it when you become a mom? It's the most amazing blessing in your life. When did you stop taking care of yourself, right? You know, when did you stop? And I always say this because my mom loves lipstick and you know it and so do I. But when did you stop putting the lipstick on? You know, when did you stop putting lip liner on and putting those gorgeous colors on your face that brighten everything up and putting some beautiful, you know, gloss? I read somewhere recently that a mom said, if you're over 40, you cannot wear glitter on your lips. And I can't help but laugh out loud because I've got I've got so many glitter lipsticks in my makeup container that tastes like peppermint. I love them. They're awesome. And sometimes I'll put four on at a time because it makes me happy. Like, wow. In today's day and age, where so many people are reaching for drugs 
and things that could absolutely hurt them and kill them and create major issues and problems. Where did it become? When did it become so bad to put some cool glitter lipstick on that makes you feel good about yourself? You know, when did it become so bad to not wake up in the morning? You know, I'll read stuff on Facebook and, and, and I'm not throwing stones, but I'm saying, you know, if you wake up at four o'clock in the morning, be grateful and thankful about it. If you really dig in deep and start to listen and learn that oftentimes waking up in the morning between four and five o'clock, it's one of the most peaceful hours. You know, you can sit there and be quiet and really think and reflect about your life and write. You know, I'll wake up in the morning and just simply sit there and I'll write. I'll write out my show or I'll write out my thoughts or what's happening in my life. What's the next step? What are my goals? Like, what's the plan for your life? Where are you going to begin to start to chase after yourself, to chase after your own goals, your own dreams, to really say, man, it's time to invest in me. You know, I go and I walk a lot and I sit back and I look at the trees and you can't help but not look at them. And someone told me about, I'd say a good 10 years ago, we sat outside and I'll never forget it. She said, Michelle, like, let's just sit here and let's look at the trees. And I thought, wow, man, this, this lady's lost it. Why are we sitting here looking at the trees? She said, I mean, really, like, look at them. It's so amazing. There's a life cycle in them that you can look at them and they have the most gorgeous, amazing leaves and they grow and they adapt and they blow in the wind and they stand still and they change colors during the fall. And you'll start to notice right now that the branches, like they're starting to grow and they're starting to stretch out and grow little buds. Are you stretching out? Like, are you taking this time frame of the fall and the winter where things get really cold and really still and really quiet and where many of us stay indoors? You know, many of us are like, yeah, I'm going to curl up on the sofa with a blanket in the fireplace and, and watch a movie. And I've got to say, I don't really do that that much, but, you know, but I do stop and reflect. I'm going to be using this time to plan out what's going to be happening springtime in my life. Like what's going to happen when like May comes, June, July, August, September? Like maybe those are going to be the most amazing months in my life that are coming up, right? Like maybe something exciting is going to happen. Maybe things are going to start to grow and wake up and become fruitful. Maybe things that I've really been looking forward to will happen and open up for me so that I can take that next step forward down a path that I would love to have. I mean, maybe it could be absolutely amazing. Maybe it could be, you know, you've got to start to think about that. But the first step is planning. How do you really want your life to be? What does it look like? How does it feel? Who's in it, right? Do they make you smile? Are you happy? Are you so excited and thrilled that you can't wait to see them? That, you know, that when they walk into your life that you're like, yeah, man, you know what? I'm totally ready for this. 
I've totally taken care of myself. I've done amazing things to grow and improve and be the best I can possibly be. You know, nobody wants to be in someone else's life where they're falling apart, where things aren't working well, where there's problems and fighting and turmoil and stress. That's not fun. It creates all these other problems and it reaches out into so many areas and crevices in our life and in our world. You know, I'm talking about during this time frame where things get quiet, you know, to be like that tree. That tree, go outside today and walk up to one and look at it. You know, if you live on the East Coast where I do, the leaves and everything's changing. The colors are gorgeous. You know, many people stand outside and sit and they paint and they reflect and they look. You know, oftentimes you have to really start to think and realize, are you going to use your time appropriately to grow and really change and blossom into that person that you'll be absolutely proud of? Believe me, it doesn't happen overnight. It takes discipline and follow through. Discipline's a word that I think many people are not fans of. They really aren't. You know, they look at people that are successful. They look at people oftentimes like me. They go, man, you know what? She really works hard. She works at it. She hustles. She treats people well. She does everything she can to make it work. But guess what? I am very disciplined. I follow through. I have a plan. And my plan comes from my wishes and my dreams. You know, if I could have the most amazing life ever, what would it look like? And I've got to say, one of my mentors taught me that a long time ago, Dr. Steve Hoffman. He's a doctor in California, and he's an absolute rock star. And he talks about, you know, if you could have your life any way you wanted it, what would it look like? You know, sit down, think about it. I tell many people when they're having problems in their life to find a place where they're peaceful. You know, for me, it's out in a field. You know, you put me in a field, throw a cow in there. I'm like, I'm so happy. You know, I just love it. There's something about it. The green grass, you know, I grew up in a tractor store. So I love the green grass. You know, if you put me in a field and the grass is about like two feet tall, you know, and it's just sort of blowing in the wind, it's just so peaceful. If a gorgeous horse would run by, now I don't want to be on the horse. I don't know how to ride horses, but this gorgeous horse runs by, man, I mean, it's like, how could you ask for more? You're outside with the birds and nature and it's peaceful and it's gorgeous And you can even lay back in the ground and you can stare at the clouds go by and see what pictures are there. But I always say find a place where you're peaceful and think about it. Design your life. Get really quiet. Turn the cell phones off. We're not needed that much that we've got to have them 24-7, right? I mean, turn them off and just sit there and get really quiet and think. You can even bring a piece of paper and a pen or a pencil And whatever comes to your mind, just write it out. Just totally write out, even if it seems totally crazy or if it seems awesome or an amazing life you'd love to live or, God, I don't think I'll ever be able to do that, right? Write it down. Let it sit with you for a bit and really start to design 
your life. Start to believe in yourself again. Start to chase after that. Chase after that dream. You know, if you're going to spend your time doing the things that we normally do that don't always create the most amazing life visions, then create something that you will love, that you look forward to, that you can't wait for your eyes to open up at four o'clock or five o'clock in the morning and write down how you're grateful and thankful for the things in your life. You know, I've got to say, many times I am simply grateful for being for being here and now and having that opportunity to live, to have that opportunity to see my most amazing children who I love, you know, to actually be able to be fully present in the moment. And sometimes it can be distracting. You know, sometimes it's hard to stay in that moment. I know I was trick-or-treating last night and I was with one of my really good best friends, Dr. Jen, and her mom who had the craziest, funniest, coolest costume on. Um, And as I'm walking down the road, I'm like, bam, oh, I'm excited. I've got my radio show tomorrow morning. I can't wait to do it. And, you know, I even said out loud to my friend, Dr. Jen, I said, man, you know what? I love being with you. This is awesome being in the moment. But it just hit me. My radio show's tomorrow morning and I'm super excited. I can't wait to do it. And she slowed down for a second and she said, yeah, you know, sometimes it's really hard to be present in the moment. And I ask you to do yourself a favor that it's so incredibly important to slow it down. And I mean slow it down. Take that time. Take that big, deep breath. I know when I walk my dog every day, like we just simply sit there and we stand And I just sort of stare. I don't know. Uh, For me, I love Seinfeld. I really do. I might be one of their biggest fans. I used to watch Seinfeld every night before I would go to bed. And uh, like one of the funniest parts is Putty. You know, that was Elaine's boyfriend. And Putty would literally just sit there. And they were on an airplane ride. And uh, and she's like, is that that all you're going to do? And he's just sitting there staring straight ahead. And she goes, I can't take this anymore can't take this anymore. We're breaking up. And I crack up laughing sometimes because when I'm with my dog, I just stand there and I think and I stare at the trees and I stare at the sky and I stare at the grass and it's really peaceful. And it makes me laugh too because I think of that episode on Seinfeld and Putty's hilarious. But chase after yourself. Stop chasing after everyone else. At the end of the day, it, they probably don't really care. It probably doesn't matter, right? They probably have their own problems and things that aren't working out in their lives. And you can wish them well and absolutely love them from afar and hope that they have the most amazing life ever. And maybe at some point you guys can connect and be together and have an amazing, amazing time. You know, lead an amazing life. Maybe it could be the best thing ever for everybody. But at the end of the day, I ask you to chase after yourself. Love you. Love who you are. Believe in your dreams. Believe in your hopes. Show up. Wake up happy, passionate, excited. Put your lipstick on. Make sure it glitters and sparkles and tastes like something amazing. For me, it's peppermint and I love it. And also... 
Remember, at the end of the day, movement is life. If you're not moving, you're not living. And it's so important to move your body and move forward and feed yourself well and drink water. And always know at the end of the day that you are worth it. You were born to be a renegade mom and to really show up and stand tall and hold your head up high, hold your shoulders back and be the most amazing you ever. Make sure you rock your life because you are worth it. And you're listening to me live every Saturday on WAMD 970 AM and the KHZ TV network. And make sure you tune in as well on all of my podcasts. They're super exciting. The Renegade Mom, make sure you put your lipstick on. You're worth it.